The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 1071. This is a great Friday because every single segment, we're talking about food in some way. Now, celebrities do a lot of weird things that were like, shame on you, but this one is kind of stupid, isn't it, Bradley? Yeah, so I saw this story over at the Daily Mail, and I thought, you guys need some help, but I'm also here for some laughter on Friday. Ben Affleck and wife Jennifer Lopez head to McDonald's again after already heading to the fast food eatery three days in a row last week month. I can't read (laughs) Three days in a week last month. Yeah, okay. So basically, they're fast food shaming Ben and Jen. And they're like, last week they went there three times already. Like, that is so outrageous. And they show photos of Ben and Jen in the drive-thru. And what I love is that it's just so trolly. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez once again demonstrated their allegiance to McDonald's as they indulged in some fast food on Thursday. They were seen headed to the Golden Arches in Ben's sleek Rivian, where the Argo actor picked up a fruit smoothie and a bag of goodies. And then the caption (laughs) of one of the the photos from JulianoX17Online.com That's the uh, outlet that got the photo. They're loving it. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Ah. Lopez once again demonstrated their allegiance to McDonald's as they caved into another fast food craving on Thursday. They caved. You guys, I mean, I'm old enough to remember when tabloids would talk about celebrities doing drugs, Mm. (laughs) paying sex workers. That's right. uh, Having alien babies. And we are living in a world which, let's be clear, is a dark place most days. And yet, they're printing headlines about Ben and Jen, of all things, getting McDonald's. And aren't we just glad that it's that? I mean, Ben Affleck has had... He, he's ben Affleck's a had a life. Alcoholic. Yeah. So let's he have smokes. him. For God's sake, let him have some McDonald's. Well, I, I also, I just love the idea that like going to McDonald's, first of all, the fact that they know the number of times that Ben and Jen have been at McDonald's. Right. Please don't police my food. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Daily Mail. I don't need you policing. I don't need a, a you know, a disordered relationship with food. Thank like, thanks you. Thanks for reminding me. Also... McDonald's is so low stakes when it comes to eating because you can eat well at McDonald's is my point, right? Pretty much every fast food place, there's something on the menu yeah. where you can it's get not, something healthy. I mean, and I, not I'm not saying healthy. there's anything wrong with eating, quote, unhealthy food at these places because I don't think it's technically unhealthy. It might be your relationship with and like the overall food system is a long story. Everything in time. moderation. But like, like fries and a shake, you guys, it's fine. They're fine. Yeah, this is the least of, I mean, they really. Last month. Oh. Last month, after going to McDonald's for three days in a week, Ben Affleck was also seen at Jack in the Box. <laughs> and Dunkies. What? Well, that's a given. Right, so Dunkies, The man Jack smokes the more heaters. Than, I mean, like, yeah. go after his smoking. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Not. And. <laughs> Don't they? They have kids. Like she has kids. Well, yeah, that's They're probably going to soccer practice. And I don't know. I was going to say, have you had uh, seen a family before? They go to McDonald's more than most people because it's easy and they can actually get some decent options that are not going to, you know, um, I don't know, require you to take a nap afterward. True. Yeah. And I, I just 
I just think that there's so many other things going on that I just think it's hilarious on. that, that there, somebody and particularly somebody, the somebody is Christine Rendon for the Daily Mail, who has counted how many times these two went through McDonald's. Also, can I just acknowledge that I want to give them props for going to McDonald's? Okay. Because if you were an A-list Hollywood celebrity, Don, yeah, would you uh, in your mic? Would you? <laughs> I couldn't hear you. Oh, it's okay. Um, if you were an A-list celebrity, how? Uh, like, I just feel like for them to go to McDonald's is kind of refreshing, right? Because celebrities were always like, "Oh, they're going to some fancy place," or "Oh, they're just always out of the public eye," or like trying to. You know, it's be all so hoity-toity and fancy. And these guys, you're just rolling through McDonald's. No big the deal. The level of just health food, um, it's just sort of like, I mean, it's good to eat healthy, but in California, it's really to a level of, like, you have one piece of romaine lettuce. Yeah. and. Oh my gosh, they ate rice today. You yeah, know, like if like you're not coming out of Erewhon with an $800 sack of groceries that includes like two smoothies and, yeah. you know, uh, a head of butter lettuce. Like, <laughs> it's true. Like you're doing something wrong. And so for these two to just be like, especially JLo, because I'm not entirely convinced she's human because of just how disturbingly beautiful and in shape she is. She could be another alien. I think she's one of your Taylor Swift alien people. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, Ben less so because he just seems far more down to earth. He's a human for sure. But she, I'm like the fact that she eats McDonald's gives me hope. And if you go to any of her, I've been to her concert. She's burning off. Like she could get eight Big Macs and still be okay. Honestly. Well, it's also true. Like even if you're not her, you can eat McDonald's and you're fine. Don't food shame yourself not you particularly don i'm saying people yes don't food shame yourself i have not been to mcdonald's in a hundred uh but it does make me want to roll through and pick up some nuggies um i wonder if they're going to the same one and if it's the employees that are ratting them out because surely there isn't somebody from the daily mail just parked there waiting for them to pull through i don't think it would be the employees because let's be clear they're busy trying to make yeah. A living wage. Well, right? maybe like, they need a little extra money on the side yeah, for the Daily Mail. But they don't know when they're going to roll up. I wonder if these people aren't just always on Ben and Jen watch. You mean they're following them everywhere? <sighs> well, those two. Well, and uh, frankly, I feel like they might they be giving do. them tip-offs. Like, you guys, we're going to McDonald's later. You want to show up? <laughs> maybe they're going to have some type of a... I mean, he already did a Dunkin' Donuts deal. Maybe they're going to do a McDonald's deal. Right? Yeah. And they're just leading up to it. They're going to be endorsing them. I will say Donkeys is probably them. ticked off. Rivian is happy. Yeah. Do you know anybody who drives those cars? I don't need, I This is the first time I ever heard of They make of them one. down, uh, actually, where Jamie's from, down in Illinois. Rivian. I've never yeah. heard of a Rivian. It's a, an electric, like, truck. Oh, okay. American-made. Okay. Trucks. Good. <laughs> Good. That's right. American-made. Have you ever, you know anybody who drives a Rivian, Mike? I have no idea okay, of that. No, I'm about learning about it right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Down in Bloomington. I don't know if it's the factory's actually in Bloomington. Oh, that's what those are. Yeah. I've seen them you've before. Seen I didn't them. know what I they guarantee were. Yeah. you've seen them on the road, the especially the headlights. lights, mm-hmm. the headlights. Yeah. Oh, okay. interesting. I never knew that. That's real fancy. They're real expensive. Okay. All right. Well, good luck to y'all in the fast food drive through. If you could roll through a drive through right now, Don, where would it be? Mm. I would probably go Taco Bell is my yeah, number one. You like Taco the Taco Bell. Bell. You want your Mexican pizza. Uh-huh. Mike, 
Uh, you and I are going through Burger King. You're going to get your chicken sandwich. True. I'm going to get my rodeo burger, and we're yep. going to be good. And we'll get another one for Charles. Uh, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to roll through. What about Darlene? He's talking about our listener, Charles. I'm a listener, oh. Charles, who also loves him. But if you want one too, girl, we'll get you one. <laughs> that out you, don't have to, you don't have to Be Darlene. throw Darlene in there. Just own it. It's okay. Could you get one for my friend Darlene? That's you. Um, but then we're going to roll through Culver's too. Oh, of course. And get some ice cream. Oh, some custard. Uh, Darlene needs a nap yeah. in the backseat of exactly. the ri- Riviera. Speaking of fast food, because all we're doing is talking about food today. <laughs> oh, look. Dawn has a Chick-fil-A story. Yeah. And she's going to tell you about it when we come back right here on my talk. It's Don McLean for Livia Weight Control Centers. It is time to give yourself a gift, the gift of good health. Now, Livia's doing something called a pre-Black Friday sale, which means you're going to get 50% off your personalized program when you mention me. They are doctor recommended. Um, this weight loss program really helped me. There's so many messages out there. I mean, open social media and you will see a million different places trying to get you to lose weight with them. Go to Livia because they are proven. They've been doing this for over 14 years. And I did the program. It was amazing. It was so easy. It actually changed my life because I put on some weight when I first moved here from stress and and trying every restaurant. So you can lose up to 10 pounds in your first two weeks and up to 20 pounds or more before 2024. So call them today and ask for up to 50% off. Livia.com. That's L-I-V-E-A.com. Or you can call 855-GO-LIVIA. Up to 50% off right now. The Adventures of Bradley and Don, My Talk 1071. How would you like your fast food delivered by a drone? Yes, please. Um, I, you know what? I would too. And I have a story here about Chick fil A. They are introducing drone delivery in Brandon, Florida. So there is a zero delivery fee. So don't worry about it. This is for a limited time. And um, I just. I can't believe that this is actually happening. You had a lot of questions. Can we bring in our uh, next guest early? Yes. Because he will have opinions as well. Yes. Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies. He got very animated when you suggested drones would be delivering fast food, Dawn. Okay. So some issues I have. Yeah. What are your issues? I I have some questions. Okay. How are they going to make it past all the people that want you to not have a good time? You know what I mean? What do you mean by that? Is someone like going to take a slingshot? And... Is somebody going to shoot down the drone with whatever device they have, whether it be a gun or something else? Is someone going to snatch the drone and snatch my food? Um, how do you keep people from messing with this? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I know. You're just thinking about all. Of... I'm just. Ta- I am thinking like an executive here. <laughs> Like, how are we okay. going to make this happen and not have people mess with no, drones? No, I get what you're saying, but I imagine they have probably, like, you know, tried to, like, problem solve for all those things. I don't know how it's going to be executed. Gonna stay hot? The idea of it, though, I love. What if it gets lost? The the reason... What if a bird... But, like, that would be that true chicken? of any delivery driver, right? A, a bird. bird is going to get a j- delivery driver. <laughs> like, a drone and a bird. The, here comes the drone with no, your I, sandwich. No, I think the bird's going to stay away and from the, the drone. Ah, uh, if it smells a chicken sandwich, it might see it as a threat. I it's like I don't think the drone is like holding the chicken sandwich. It's probably in like a box. Sure. That is like you know like when a delivery driver. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Mike is losing it over there. <laughs> 
I just see this like there's like a hand on the drone holding a chicken sandwich. Yeah. There goes a piece of lettuce. <laughs> we hope it gets to you by the time the hand lets. I know it's in a box, but like still, birds are going to be threatened. <laughs> no, that, threatened. not any more than like Plus, I don't know. Just planes? the meta, just the whole like there's a chicken. Chickens aren't going to be flying that high, and now you've made it into us. <laughs> And it's floating. Paul, she had too much to drink today. She, I'm telling you, it's been a journey today. At one point, she said I had about 10 minutes to live. Oh, wow. I did not. That and, then she, I did not. And, and then she got mad at me for questioning a ranch promotion. Oh, by, guys, I heard that. And then halfway through, lost it and called it dumb. So that's where we're at, Paul McGuire Grimes. How do you feel about the drone delivery? Listen, listen. I think that drones are overrated. We don't need them. They're dangerous. Number two, this is the more important part, and I'm going to really bring it down. Oh, God. I have a 0% tolerance towards Chick-fil-A, period. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, we don't need to be ordering or eating from them because they're big old homophobes. Like, what? Let's talk about Burger King, then. I want that original chicken sandwich with the mayo and the lettuce and the I'm just saying, let's think about the idea of drone delivery. Here's why I love it. Sure, you're gonna have kinks. You got to work out delivery right now. Like, trust me when I tell you. Just last week, I had this whole thing in my head about uh, DoorDash. Oh, because yep. I was home alone. Jamie was out of town, and I thought to myself, "I'm gonna treat myself. I'm 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 usually the one who makes all the food in the house. Wow. I'm alone. Somebody's gonna make my food for me. So I'm gonna get uh you know takeout from someplace. I went through the whole process and <laughs> checked. You guys, seventy dollars. What for did, me to get? Where food? did you go, Pittsburgh Blue? No, like, what were honey, you getting? If I tell you, so I did. I went to three places because I was like, okay. I can't spend seventy dollars on myself. Clearly, that is, need a DoorDash not. expert like myself, and that's with a membership, no delivery fee. Yeah. Well, yes. So yeah, we have it, that too. So, like, I had the Dash Pass or yep, whatever. Yep. So it's no delivery fee, but with the fee, the other fees and the tax and the tipping and the food itself, I think was like thirty some dollars. Um, there was like another 30 some dollars in fees and tip and all that stuff. And I was like, this this formula does not work. So that's what I would criticize about the the drone thing is like the same shortcomings we have with like person to person delivery. You're going to have with drones. The only the one benefit, I think, is you're not going to have a person like going to get your food you don't know if they're going to bring it right away. Yes, they're that not going to have to stop at other places. You have to pay for that. Like literally, that drone is going to be like, "Food's ready." Ding, drone goes. I don't want drone to hit my window. I don't want it to crash on the neighbor's tree and then drop my food in someone else's yard. Well, I mean, you kind of. Here's my problem with DoorDash. Yeah, I don't like it when people. We get it like twice a week. Wow. And well, you got you, you, yeah. We got a fam. I was gonna say. What about you do too? I have Jamie. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like Serena's getting. Yeah, but Jamie, I'm not burping Serena. Jamie at like three in the morning, <laughs> right? But but what I will tell you is that food has gotten expensive. So yeah. like even a Chipotle order is really expensive. Um, but I don't like it when they put the bag right in front of your door. I'm like, I have to open the door to get my bag, and if you block my door, oh. I now can't open the door. This Think is first about world if problems. a drone. 
But that I think a drone could get exactly like. I first of all, they're going to go to your backyard, uh-huh. and I'm just going to go to my backyard, and, and all of a sudden from the sky, and then it just floats yeah. down like I, a fairy, yes. and you're going to snatch yes. it. Too many. There's too People much room gonna, for error. That's right. Someone else is going to take my food. People have more errors than machines. I would put my faith in food machines. And <laughs> eagles are going to take it. Bald eagles are really baggy, guys. It's so patriotic. (laughs) Like, the fast food restaurant that has the most sales of all of them can't keep an ice cream machine working. You really think they're going to have the ability to keep a drone working? <laughs> no. Ding, ding. Every single one of these places is going to have to have a drone expert, not only to fly yeah, it, but also to saying. maintain like, it. There's going to be a drone guy in the thing. How many are they going to send out? I bet He's you a hundred years ago, You're they were like, some... you, want a ho- you want a machine to drive There's so much your to family about. to school? Some dink I mean, is going to get his are... fishnet and grab the drone <laughs> and right. keep it. Or someone's going to go, I don't like these drones and they're gonna shoot it well it's better that they shoot the drone than the delivery guy yeah person i should say i just think that people are too wily out there too and, wily and then you've got actual wild animals who don't I want appreciate the, it i want a drone delivery you can be the guinea pig <laughs> i'll be the guinea pig they okay. can and i will be over here because in regular doordash i land. will say <laughs> hunting with doordash i am grateful like the, the oh i don't want to one thing we've gotten in the last few years that has been helpful was uh, no contact delivery. Yes, that is great. So and they groceries, can just leave it on the steps. They Amazing. don't want to talk to us anyway. Yeah, no, I get I it. It makes wanna... their job easier. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. All right, well, we solved nothing. But we did stay on topic, <laughs> which is food. We, yeah, sort of. But I really wanted to explore drones more. Okay, well, do you want to do that when we come back? No, we have to talk about movies with Paul. All right. That's well, the more interesting thing. Fabulous. Then we'll do that when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. You guys, it's already the weekend. We have all these movies coming out, and who better to tell us about them than Paul McGuire Grimes? Hi, Paul. Hello. Hello. There are so many movies in theaters now and opening Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. I, it's a really great time. Yes. Um, it's a good time to catch up, too. Like, yes. I usually get to see one theater or one movie in the theaters, and then it's also a bunch of time to catch up on streamers. Yeah, especially if, like, the, the sweats are in full effect. Oh, yeah, and, <laughs> and they like, will be. Right? I mean, if you want to stay on Netflix, Nyad about Diana Nyad with Annette oh, Benning and right. Foster, great. Rustin is now streaming on Netflix. We yep. talked about that Stop last that. week. Yeah. Um, this week, opening today, is The Hunger Games. Speaking of hunger, The Hunger Games, food. the ballad food, uh, the <laughs> ballad of songbirds and snakes. And this is actually a prequel story to Coriolanus Snow. So if you remember the first, the, the franchise, that, was, that character was played by Donald Sutherland. This is now taking place decades prior at the 10th annual Hunger Games. And Panem is at a very different place than what we're used to. And he is a student at the Capitol. He is assigned to be the mentor for uh, Lucy Gray, who is the tribute from District 12. She's played by Rachel Zegler. And she really upends everything that he thought about himself and in his place within the games. And it's really well done. I was was actually surprised how great it was and how enthralled I was because I normally don't care for villain backstories, prequels. I think that's an overused thing, but I thought that this was a very compelling story. Viola Davis is in it as the game maker who's kind of the villain of this movie. Mm. Stunning. I will say slays. I was very surprised to see some early reviews sort of echo or mirror your sentiment. And I thought, okay, 
Jamie asked me if I was interested in going, and at first I was like, I don't, I mean, maybe. And uh, then when I saw that it was getting good reviews, I thought, okay, well. Yeah, the, so this young kid, not a kid, his name's Tom Blythe. He's mm-hmm. on the Gilded Age. He plays Coriolana Snow, and he, he goes through a really co- awesome journey in this. And he's a really good actor, so like you have a great yes. cast. Rachel Zegler, who people may remember from West Side Story, mm-hmm. she is fantastic as Lucy Gray. There's the kind of the soft exterior to her, but she's fierce she's independent she knows what she's doing and she has a beautiful voice so and she sings a lot she's the songbird in it and how does this guy who is this upstanding good guy then turn essentially to the dark side to be you know and there's enough decade there's enough story that's passed in between that franchise and this prequel to not Mm -hmm. and this movie doesn't rely like on legacy characters that are coming back in in flashbacks or anything like that like it really is this movie stands on its own Without a whole lot of connection to the first okay. four, the other four movies, I I was pleasantly surprised. Good. Peter Dinklage is also in it. Hunter mm. Schaefer from Euphoria is in it. Um, if you're a fan of the franchise, you will love this. You may even think it's one of the better ones. MC's reading the book. He read all it's, the games and he's reading it right yeah, now. Yeah, it's so the longest of the books, and mm-hmm. I think it's the longest of the movies. It's well over two and a half hours, and it's a lot. It's a big story. It, there's yeah, a lot sorry, to Dawn. it. Sorry, Don, I know. Um, okay. But I thought that most of it was warranted. Could okay. be, it could be edited down, yes. But you get why it's a long story. Is it? Does it move quickly? I mean, does it, it feel does. like there's a good sort yeah. of... Yeah, and it's brutal. Like, if you think about what the Hunger Games are, yeah. these kids that are being killed, that it's violent. Yeah. And it's hard to watch at times. Okay. More so than the first few. Like, it's it's Hunger Games when they were, like, really gruff and gruff. I was going to say, the uh, the origin, I mean, at least what we were led to believe is that things were far more violent in the yes. beginning. Yes, so. and you see that in this. Okay, so I All would right. be cautious about how young you take sure. the kiddos. Well, that's, how that's many a good, tickets? Four out of five. The Hunger Games, Songbird, Ballad of Songbird, and Six. Awesome, yeah. and that's in theaters now. Now, yeah. All right, fabulous. Should we see it, like, on a special screen or something? I mean, bigger the better. That? Yeah. Okay. What else you got for us? Um, Saltburn. Saltburn. So this will be in theaters next week, but I want to talk about it because it's one, one of my favorite movies I've seen this year. It stars Barry Keoghan as this uh, new student at Oxford University who befriends Jacob Elordi's character, who is like this charming, dashing, everyone loves him. And Barry's character gets some bad news, and Jacob's character's like, hey, come spend the summer with me at my family estate. It's called Saltburn. You'll have a good time. And it becomes this really twisted tale of, like, debauchery and sex and lies and betrayal. And you will go down a ride that you will be like, what is happening in this movie? Which I love. Anything that's unpredictable, anything that takes me out of my comfort zone, I dig. Because there's things in this movie that I've never seen on screen before that audiences will either, (gasps) like leave for or get trippy over and that's what i love okay Rosamund Pike's in it too, Rosamund Pike is um, Jacob Elordi's mother. Richard E. Grant is his dad. So like it's... It's going to push your buttons. Oh, absolutely. You get that sense from the trailer, Mm -hmm. I will say. The trailer is very dark and elusive. Like it, it, you can tell there's going to be some uncomfortable family truths. Absolutely. So it's written, directed by Emerald Fennell and she did Promising Young Woman. So it has that same sensibility. And I, you could see parallels between Barry's character and Carrie Mulligan's character in that movie. She's also in this as well. A much smaller Mm. part. Uh, it, it's a wild ride. I saw a lot of connection to Stanley Kubrick's movies, the way that it's shot, the way that it's really? lit. Okay. Um, it made me think of Barry Lyndon, Eyes Wide Shut, uh-huh. The Shining. There's you, like you you see it there, and I got to interview Emerald Fennell and Rosamund Pike, mm-hmm. and they were both 
glamorous and amazing. And oh Emerald remembered me from my first interview that I did with her. She, I love oh. it. And that's going to be in theaters next, next week. Next week. So yes. stay tuned. But in the meantime, you could go watch your interviews yeah. on Paul's Trip to yep. Movies. Absolutely. How many tickets to so show? four and a half out of five. One of my favorite movies of the year. Love it. You're just flying through these. But uh, what do you want to do? Um, so let's go to a, uh, another movie that opens next week. I'm giving you prep homework. It's called Wish. And this is the latest from Disney. This is their latest animated film. It stars Ariana DeBose, who voices this character named Asha, who lives in this uh, kingdom called Rosas. And it's an absolutely inclusive kingdom where everyone is welcome. And the king is the sorcerer, voiced by Chris Pine. And he holds everyone's wishes and grants people's wishes. So it sounds great. And then Asha tries to become his apprentice and really learns the truth that he is basically just hiding all of these wishes and only grants the ones that he thinks are mm. worthy. So she realizes oh. that he is this fraud. He is this leader of this kingdom mm-hmm. that is frauding over everyone and everyone worships him, not realizing that he's conning them all over. And she sets out to wish upon a star so that everyone else's wish can actually come true. Oh, so I love this concept. It is, so it's celebrating Such everything that Disney idea. does. It is, but it's like you can see all the like greatest hits that Disney does. Mm-hmm. Like she is this phenomenal female character that is a is a brown girl with brown raids and amazing music that she are in Oscar winner stunning yeah, and I just wail on and you see like little I mean she wishes upon a star it's yeah. Pinocchio when he wished upon a star yes, and the star is yes. a character in the movie you see like she's got seven friends that are kind of like the dwarfs they live in a town a kingdom that's like Arendelle from Frozen like you just see all these things that Disney does best it's funny it's empowering. It she's great. Chris Pine knows how to just lean into the leader that you get duped by. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm not gonna say it directly, but there's a lot of parallels that you can make. Yeah. Okay. What's happening in the real world. I'm just Uh-oh. saying it. Yeah. Well, um, and, you know, it's what Disney does so best is right. you know, just taking these things that people can actually think about and relate, but put them in a way that, you know, make them more fun and yeah. magical. To, yeah. To and experience. then the credits have um like an ode to Disney characters, like Disney stencils of like Pinocchio and Snow White kind of going through their whole history. And then you even see characters referenced and popped up in the movie too. So a wonderful celebration Please. of all things Disney. Yeah, if you love Disney, you will love this movie. Okay. Four out of five ticket subs. Wish. Wow. And then next week. Theaters or streaming or what? Theaters. Okay. Yeah, Disney Plus way down the road. All right. Mm, good. Yeah, and then another movie opening this weekend, if we have time, is called Next Goal Wins. This is based on the true story of the American Samoa soccer team who went 31-0 to zero in yes. their FIFA 2001 game. <laughs> I even, I'm surprised I even know what this is. Um, but I don't. Okay, Do so I it's need a soccer to? Well, I mean, it's a it's an inspirational, based on a true story, d- written and written and directed by Taika Waititi, and Michael Fassbender plays this American soccer coach who's fired from his team to kind of be given this American Samoa soccer team as the consolation prize. So he goes over there and is rude awakening by how amazing the culture is, how welcoming and warm they are to everyone. Mm. And he's the gruff, grumbly, alcoholic type that is tasked with this really losing team. And then, of course, we know how this goes. He gets them to turn around and... But based on a true story. Based on a true story. Yeah. Um, I will say, like, we've seen this movie before. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. know, the sports biopic. It's a formula. It's a very much a formula. And, and then you add in Taika Waititi, who is a very funny person, adding in all of his humor to this, but it almost seemed forced. Oh, like, okay. he's like, how can we make a bit out of this? How can we make a bit out of this yeah. scene and this moment and this? And then I'm like, 
you're he's getting in his own way. Mm. Like I don't he, know how he does so many things. Right? Like maybe he's overstretching himself. Yeah, with he did projects. make this. This was made back in 2019, and there oh, is okay. a transgender character because he goes to the team, and there's a a player that is in the midst of their transition. And I actually got to talk to her. Her name's Jaya Sailua. So I got to talk to her and Taika Waititi. It's a, there is You've a trick. I've been busy, girl. Um, <laughs> well, now that the strike's over, now come that on, they man. are plopping oh those my in my gosh. queue. Um, so there is a scene that is very transphobic, and I want to I want to point that out to people. Okay, but I'm I'm glad that the movie gets to show her story. Okay, yeah, and get people to learn who she is. And yeah, the casting sure. is. We talked about that in the interview. Is like, hey, were you involved in the casting? Because the it's really well cast, and they have a a trans person playing that character, a person mm-hmm. that's in transition that is a soccer player, and yeah. everyone else in the movie is Polynesian or you know American Samoa. So like the casting is well done. I'm just like this. It didn't. Audiences will love it. Good. It has that feel good story. All right. Audiences, kids will love it. How many two and a half out of five? All right. So I didn't. You gave us a lot. So I think our work is cut out for us between now and, uh, well, after the holiday break. And I also want to mention my movie at at Imagine Theaters. Yes. Sunday, the 26th, is the big chill. So if you like need to get away from family on Sunday after Turkey Day, come to the theater. Imagine three o'clock at the big chill, a movie I love about chosen families, enduring friendships. Glenn Close, Jeff Goldblum in short shorts, Kevin Klein going for a run. I mean, whatever. Like, it's so good. That's great for Thanksgiving, too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And you can get all that uh, information on Paul's website, Paul's Trip to the Are you going to be on Twin Cities? Yes. Today? And they're going to show interviews um, with Saltbird and my Meg Ryan interview, too. Oh, fabulous. Yeah. Wow. Girl. Girl. Here we go. Busy. Yes. Oh, <laughs> busy. Congratulations. And uh, I look forward to uh, seeing you on the other side of the holiday. Have a great holiday. Thank you both. Thanks, Thanks for you being too with as well. Us. Yeah. All right. And when we come back, Mike is going to spin his game show roulette wheel. It's Friday, which means Don and I are playing together. As a family, right here on My Talk 1071. Pete Ventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. Thanks for being here with us. If you missed any of the show, you can find it in podcast form on our website, MyTalk1071.com. Also, Blinded by the Item, if you like and subscribe to that, it's a separate podcast, and we would be eternally grateful if you did. Uh, Mike, do you have a game for us today? Time now to play along. It's Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Of course I do. I always have a game show for you, too. kind of unfortunate. And today, we've got a special game show because you were telling me about the fact that we've got food all Friday We did have food on the brain for the entire last two hours Mm -hmm. of today's show. So we're going to play a game. (laughs) First off, I don't have to spin the wheel because uh, we're going to play this game. Yeah! yeah, it's gonna be yeah. a special family feud. It's gonna be a special family food <gasps> feud. Okay. Family food. Yeah. <laughs> January was. It's our New Thanksgiving Year's. special for April. Family Feud. Okay. So yeah. we've got our fast money round. The two of you are gonna try to combine together to score two hundred points as we play fast, uh, fast money round of Family Feud, and it's all around uh, food. That's all right. great. Thanksgiving. Thanks, Mike. For- Who wants to uh, go first? I think, Dawn, it's your turn to go first. Okay, I'll go first. All right, you step outside, Bradley, as we will have Dawn take a uh, crack at it. Again, you guys know how this works. It's a fast money round. It's the final round of Family Feud. The comp- the, uh, the different families are trying to combine to have a total score of 200 points to win uh, a whole bunch of money. Mm-hmm. We don't have money, but we do have uh, some more uh, ice cream fruit roll-ups for you. So <laughs> Perfect. That's if you win. All right. 
Okay. You only get them if you win. So. All right. All right. All right. Uh, again, these are all going to be Thanksgiving uh, themed. So let's start things off here with this first one. Uh, if you're ready, Don. Mm-hmm. I'm all ready. Right. Name a green food that is typically part of Thanksgiving dinner. Green bean casserole. Name a word that rhymes with turkey. Lurky. Name a dish <laughs> that you will eat that the pilgrims didn't have on their table. Oh, um, uh, God, um pumpkin pie. Name a uh, or name your favorite type of pie that you'll enjoy this Thanksgiving. Pecan. Name the food that you eat on Christmas or excuse me on Thanksgiving that you never eat at any other time of the year. Turkey. All righty. There you go. You got your answers in there. Let's run through these and see how you did as we are playing the fast money around here. A family feud trying to get to uh, 200 points. We'll start with that first one. Uh, Name a green food that is typically part of Thanksgiving dinner. You said green bean casserole. Is that on the board? It's absolutely on the board. In fact, that's the number one answer. Yes! 64 points. You're off to a fantastic start. Great, because I didn't think my other answers were that great. Oh, it was going to be hard to to get to it if you didn't get that big one there. And 64 points is a great one. How about name a food that rhymes with turkey? You said lurky. (laughs) That is not a word. Uh, not only is it a word. Oh, it is a word. It's the number three answer. No way. Lurky. Lurky. Ten points. Okay. For lurky. Okay. Well, I'm he's going through... being very okay. Yeah, he's lurky? being very lurky. Why don't right. you? Why don't you? I'll while I'm going through this, myself. you Google it and see okay. what the definition to lurky okay. is. Uh, name a dish that you will eat on Thanksgiving that the pilgrims didn't have on their table, and you said pumpkin pie. I said pumpkin. I don't know. Survey says that's the number four answer. Okay. Thirteen okay. points. All right. So you got okay 10, uh, 10 points on, on your answer of lurky. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, 13 points for pumpkin pie. We move on to the fourth one. Speaking of pies, name your favorite type of pie for Thanksgiving. You said pecan, right? Yes. Is pecan pie on the board? It better be. 14 points there. Nicely oh, done. 14. Here's the number three answer. Okay, There's two okay. that are higher uh, than that. Adjective lurky. Mm-hmm. Tending to lurk. There you go. Okay. Is Bradley being lurky outside no, the window? He's oh, fine. Okay. I don't know what he's doing. All right. Uh, well, let's go to the final one to here. Barbara Streisand. <laughs> Barbara Streisand. Don't don't say that because now <laughs> Barbara Streisand. Ah! 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 Sorry, it's a requirement. Okay. Uh, all right, let's go to the final one. Name something or a food that you eat on Thanksgiving that you never eat any other time of the year. You said turkey. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Is turkey on the board? That's the number one answer. It 33 is? points. <gasps> Nicely done. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you got 134. Okay. Whoa. But you did take a lot of big answers. So I we'll did. see how Bradley can do. Why don't you go ahead and grab him? I will. Okay. As we are playing Game Show Roulette. So we're keeping the theme of food going. Every single segment for this show today had something to do with food. And now Bradley. Thanksgiving family feud food. Family food feud is what we are playing here to wrap up the show and to wrap up the week. Dawn just left, by the way. She just straight up left? No, she's like gone. I don't oh, know where, okay. she, well, where she went. <laughs> she gone. All right. That means... Uh, How'd she do? She did really well. Uh, maybe that's oh, why good. She, she left to celebrate. 134 points. Oh, awesome. I think she thinks she has to leave. I don't know. She walked out with her Hold bag. Hold on a second. Okay. So Dawn, uh, sometimes I know she likes to put her stuff in the prep room before Lori and Julia so she doesn't have to... You know, deal with that. 
Yeah, she definitely thought she had to leave. Oh, okay. I was like, where did you go? What? You don't Are you leave. Done? No, no, you don't leave. You, you stay. don't leave. What? Oh, I you don't. You stay for this part. No, no, you yeah. don't have to leave because you already it's just played one person the game. Leaves. <laughs> I was like, I don't know where she's going. <laughs> so what's going on out there? She's not. I will say, listen to the last three hours because Dawn was on one today. Oh, no. Awesome. Let's run through these. Uh, I was I, like, that was so quick. I was just informing him that you did really well. I was like, 34 I points. I don't know where she went. Congratulations, by the way. Okay. All right. Let's see if you can add to that. Uh, Bradley, of course, you're going to need uh, 66 No points. problem. 66 points to get there. Uh, let's go. It's all themed around Thanksgiving. I need your answers to these questions. Name a green food. And by the way, if you hear this sound. Yeah. That means it's a matched answer, and you need to give me a different answer. Okay. Name a green food that is typically part of a Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, green bean casserole. Uh, Brussels sprout. Name a word that rhymes with turkey. Lurky. Oh, my. Uh, jerky. Said the same one. Uh, name a dish that you will eat that pilgrims did not eat on their table. All of them. Uh, <laughs> pumpkin pie. Wow. Uh, green bean casserole. Uh, what is your favorite type of pie that you'll enjoy for Thanksgiving? Not pumpkin. I'm going to say pecan pie. Oh my God, four, four, apple four. pie. Okay. Name a food that you eat on Thanksgiving that you would never eat any other time of the year. Uh, I'm going to say Do it. Do sweet it. potatoes. Oh. You almost went a perfect five for five <laughs> of repeated answers. She said, uh, uh, what did you say? Oh, you said turkey. Yeah, oh, okay. Said yeah. Don said turkey, which, by the way, was the number one answer. I mean, uh, 134 points. You guys matched on we four got out this. of five. Whoa. You just need to find 66 points. Let's see if you can do it. Name a green food that typically is part of a Thanksgiving dinner. You both wanted to say green bean casserole. Only one of you could. I kind of knew you had said that, but I had to say it just yeah. in course, case just you didn't. Because yeah. yeah, it was 64 yeah. points. You had to have that one. Uh, is Brussels sprouts on the board? It absolutely is. It's worth four points. Hey, I'll take it. Uh, You are a little closer now. What Uh, uh, what else was on that? Salad. Oh, sure. 12, broccoli, seven, Brussels sprouts, four, and asparagus, three. Oh, Oh, we actually do have asparagus on Thanksgiving. Both? Your pea smells. Yeah. Um, Okay. It does. You ever Mm -hmm. do that? Yes, it does. Like, literally within minutes. I'm like, how does it move that fast? So quick. Your bladder. (laughs) Name a word that rhymes with turkey. Don couldn't believe that lurkey was on the board, and then... Bradley says lurky too. It. Turkey lurky. I felt bad for. I didn't think lurky was actually a word, I but don't it, think is. it is. It is. It is actually a word. It's What's, a verb for it, what you yeah, were doing outside like, the window when we were waiting. Oh, like lurking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. All right. Is jerky the actual answer you gave on the board? Forty-five points. Yeah! That's the number one answer. Oh my god! With that, you only need seventeen more points, and we head to the next one. Name a dish that you'll eat on your Thanksgiving table that the pilgrims did not eat. Uh, Don said pumpkin pie, so you couldn't say it. That was worth thirteen. You said green bean casserole. That's the number one answer, and that's enough for the victory. Yeah! Nicely done. Oh my gosh! Yeah, they did have cream of mushroom points. soup back then. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Jello also could have been acceptable for that one. Stuffing and macaroni and cheese. Oh, Uh, your most favorite pie. You do have to remember when you're playing this game, it's not actually your most favorite pie. It's the the most the the most that the people have answered. So you both pumpkin refused to say pumpkin. That was worth sixty points. Whoa! But you did say apple. Which is number two. Got okay. you another 15 points. I think we're going to set a record here. Wow. Because uh, you're at 242 points. <gasps> and finally, name a food that you 
only eat on Thanksgiving that you'd never eat any other time of the year. Turkey was indeed the number one answer. What did you say, Bradley? Sweet potatoes. Just uh, uh, sweet potatoes. Actually, I'm going to give that to you. Sweet potato hot dish is on there for 10 points. Right. Oh. You just so, said sweet potato hot dish. Did, did they really say that, or did they say casserole? They said casserole. Yeah. I switched it because Good Minnesotan as you a are. Minnesotan, we can yeah. only say green bean casserole. Everything else is a hot dish. Wow, we did, got a lot of points. Did they have any duck sauce on the menu? Uh, Barbara Streisand. Jeez. Oh <laughs> this is the second time it's played this segment. I played yeah, it while you were there. during the game. <laughs> uh, stru- by the way, cranberry sauce stuffing and green bean oh. casserole also could have been answered for that final one. Nicely done, you Good two. Good job. Wow, Kicked I can't it believe out it. Out of the park. You know what I learned today? What? Uh, we're amazing. And you are too, dear listeners. You're beautiful. I love you. And uh, we're grateful for your listenership. Thank you. Up next, Lori and Juliet will be with you for the rest of this afternoon. Then go enjoy your weekend. And we'll be back on Monday for the holiday week experience only on my talk here on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. For uh, Mike and Dawn, uh, let's go out with a bang. Bye. Bye. Bye.